0: Hello and welcome back to the Girlkind podcast.
1: It is me, Millie, your <laughs> girl, as well as Emily Perry. We are back with another episode of Real Talk. Um, so I was planning on doing this episode solo, but then I just you know, chimed on in as I do because I love to get real. <laughs> and um, Emily is sitting here next to me, absolutely exhausted after a long day of comparison. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. We're working on that.
0: Um, We want to help you work on it too.
1: Yes, that's what our episode is about today um, because Emily and I are actually on the road together right now and we've been chatting a lot about social media, we've been meeting a lot of young women and we wanted to bring this episode to you um, just to help understand your triggers and building your awareness around what comparison means. So let's dive in, shall we? We shall.
0: I do love to dive.
1: <laughs> Welcome to Girl Kind, home of the real talk guide to accessing true self-love, self-confidence, and passionate purpose. In this podcast, self-made girl boss and founder of Girlkind, Millie, will help empower and inspire your journey towards personal success. So if you're ready to show up and conquer your biggest goals, then you're in the right place. Here's your friendly and sometimes funny host, Millie Rose Bannister. So, it is absolutely no doubt that we are the suffering victims of our own relentless comparison, getting trapped in hours of real-life comparison, but mostly social media comparathons, and we end up so deep in our friends, cousins, wives, hamsters, Gruber's Instagram page, making ourselves feel worse and worse with every swipe and scroll. And we know that everyone's world on social media is not their whole world. So why do we still get that sick feeling in our stomach when we see the glowing glory of everybody else? Because to us, um, thanks to social media, we see this 24-7 backlit perfection. That is Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and Snapchat and all the things. And it's something that we can't actually get away from, really, because we're always on our phone and we see all these apps glittering in front of us. And we just, you know, we click on them and it all feels like it's 100% real because we let it. Because it's like every single thing we do during our day needs to be Instagram worthy. Otherwise, we might not want to bother doing it at all. Because most of us fall short of the luxury lifestyles and levels of maybe personal, comma, perfection, comma, depicted in the lives of the envied social media famous. Let alone the Kardashians, all of whom present only a perfected portion of their lives. In real life, we fall short of the Kardashians, um, obviously, because we are human, Um, but I bet even real life Kim falls short of online Kim most days. And why? Well, because social media is edited and curated, and it's not always fake, but it is edited, meaning transformed from one version of reality to a version that is perhaps no longer a hundred percent authentic and I mean I edit my photos Emily edits her photos we all do it and I actually don't really post without editing because I love the creative outlet of making things look beautiful but that doesn't mean that we're lying to you or it's fake Um, we really are in Seattle right now taking photos in front of Pike Place Market Um, So the bigger problem is social media can even make our peers' lives look more attractive and more superior, but almost attainable. It's like if Kim Kardashian has something, well, that's one thing. But if your best friend does or Emily does and I see one of her photos, it feels like it's almost in reach or it feels like it should be if it isn't. And that's where the toxic energy called comparison and envy comes from. Would you agree?
0: I would definitely agree. That was very good. That was a schlong piece. <laughs> no, I was I was in it the whole time. Sure, the audiences too. Mm,
1: I've I've written about it a lot when I did my degree um, in mm. media and journalism, um, and I was really passionate about. it. I always brought myself back to that subject when we had to write columns or feature articles because I just am really fascinated by how society has transformed from comparing each other, you know, during high school with their outfits and the the covers on their books to now you know girls comparing their social media photos and it's like we take hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of photos to get you know the one that we post because we post professionally most of the time on on social media and people forget they think that we just whipped our cameras out and went click oh that's cute let's put a filter on it and post it like no bro
0: we took a hundred and went okay this one is Decent. It's decent. And then we'll, you know,
1: have to spend a good hour in, you know, Lightroom and Adobe and Photoshop and making it all pretty because that's what we like to do. But that's Mm -hmm. okay, too. It doesn't mean that we shouldn't do that. And we shouldn't. No, and
0: that's not a sham. I mean, Lightroom and Adobe and editing is a craft in itself. And it's something that some people are passionate about. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, Like today, we took some photos in front of Pike Place and we were battling three cars at a time and homeless people and children and food everywhere and that's just reality and but we
0: didn't die we're here right now
1: no we got the shot after probably what like maybe 80 of the same thing Mm -hmm. yeah so that's how it happens and it's okay but i feel like at least in real life you only know the people you know right like you only know your friends and your school and your work people and family or whatever but a side effect of the world becoming smaller meaning it's all online is that we really do think we know how others live we really think we know they're behind the scenes and usually we believe that our own existences don't measure up and it's one thing to read a news story but Seeing perfect photo after perfect photo on Instagram can very powerfully provoke immediate, like immediate and constant social comparison. And then that can trigger those feelings of inferiority and hopelessness and lack of self-worth. Because you don't really envy a news story in a newspaper. You envy your friend Amy looking all tan and glowy on her trip to Thailand with her stunning boyfriend. And the self-promotion of that, with people only posting their highlights, triggers more self-promotion. And then we just see this world on social media that gets further and further up from reality. But in actual fact, nothing exists as it appears. It's crazy, right? So think about it we never post to social media on the days when we're feeling low or when things are going wrong because they simply don't warrant a pretty post in our minds and no. if we do it's done in a way that makes others think that nothing normally goes wrong in our lives and we have become conditioned to only share those highlight reels and the picture perfect moments in our lives as a way to show off our assets and our experiences and our growth and to make ourselves feel good and feel validated. But what if I told you that you don't need to compare yourself to anyone online or offline or require anyone else's validation for you to be 100% happy. It sounds untrue and it sounds really hard and it sounds like it's never possible but you only need your own validation. Like Forget everyone else's, forget how many likes or followers or whatever your photos look like.
0: And I think that most of the time people are worrying about their their own own validation their own shit anyway they're not really gonna
1: exactly look at
0: you and judge you for what you're doing exactly and someone who has perfect posts all the time and all the likes and all the comments I guarantee you will still be looking at someone else's posts and comparing themselves
1: Mm Hmm. yeah so it, it really does come down to that decision you make within yourself to you know accept who you are and only require your own validation and I know you already know this and it is a lot easier said than done it's only human for us to compare ourselves to others so you are not alone in that it is absolutely okay but I want to offer a little bit of advice today so that we can you know track our awareness of it and our triggers and you know get on that path of stopping ourselves comparing ourselves to others so
0: show us how it's done Millie
1: (laughs) and I want to do it really because you don't deserve to let these feelings creep in and toxify your glowing consciousness anymore you absolutely do not deserve to feel like you should want to be anyone but you Non-Instagram worthy days and all. Amen. <laughs> Number one, I want to talk about awareness and triggers. So the absolute most important step in ending comparison is becoming aware of when you're actually doing it and why. When your full speed comparison mode, say on your 235th visit to Instagram today, scrolling through post after post, form on point and maybe you get that familiar sick feeling in your stomach That's possibly how you know it's happening. Maybe it's even the first thing you see on Facebook when you wake up that triggers you. Or maybe you don't even have to pick up your phone to remember why you think everyone else is better than you. That is rough and that is no way to live. You are letting your happiness slip past you because of other people. And it has nothing to do with your actual inadequacies or reality or anything at all to do with what you think you don't have So go through a whole day, even a week, and take note of all the times that you feel that comparison creeping over your shoulder and weighing you down. And maybe even write it down in your phone notes or a notebook and write down what made you feel that way and why. And that way you can read back over it at the end of the day or the end of the week and understand what is triggering you and how to deal with it. Number two stopping ourselves um this is the hard part important. <laughs> how do we how do we even stop comparison I mean as I said it, it's really just a human trait we're triggered by it all the time but perhaps we could spend less time scrolling other people's Instagram and more mm-hmm. time focusing on ourselves and I know that sounds so obvious but really it just takes a little discipline um it takes understanding boundaries and applying them to your life and concentration on you so look back on those trigger notes and read through all of those things that are actually triggering you to compare yourself to others and make a list of things that really do trigger you the most and stop doing them like stop doing them so much for example I used to spend like two hours plus in the depths of the Instagram explore page like every day like absolutely lost with no way out Um, And it honestly became this infinity pool of beautiful people and stunning places and somehow all of the things that I am not and all of the things that I do not have. And when I cut out this time and I applied that, um, it's like a setting on the Instagram page where you can say, okay, honey, you've spent 30 minutes on Instagram just letting you know so you're aware of how much time you've been sitting here on your butt like scrolling um, so I do that, which is great.
0: And it's about consistency and discipline. So mm-hmm. You're not just going to wake up to tomorrow, get off Instagram and suddenly not have that feeling anymore. It takes mm. every day reminding yourself. Absolutely. And but also... you'll be at a point where... You
1: so true. But, you know, cutting out the triggers, like if it doesn't trigger you, then you're not going to feel that way. Mm-hmm. And when I cut out all of this time that I spent on like, honestly, a useless task of just scrolling and comparing, and started using Pinterest instead to get all of my creative ideas. I not only saved myself so much time, but I cut out all of those visual triggers reminding me that I was not yet where I wanted to be in life. And I used that time to start focusing on where I was and my wonderful, exciting journey to success and growth. And despite still spending a good amount of time on social media – Um, It started to become easier to recognize when I was actually being sucked into the endless envy zone. And as soon as I did feel that comparison creep in, I took a breath and I realized what I was doing and I changed tasks. Another great tool to avoid destructive content is to actually just unfollow anyone or anything that doesn't make you feel empowered, informed or inspired absolutely and my current favorite accounts that I do love to follow at the moment are Beck Lomas, Steph Claire Smith, The Real Jade Tunky, Aggie Lau, Zoe Foster Blake, I can write these down for you just head to the Girlkind page and see who we're following we follow all beautiful inspiring women strong women Um, because if something makes you feel less than You don't have to follow it. Curate your feed like you curate your life. Mm. um, And continue to ask yourself, is what I'm spending my time consuming making me feel energized, motivated and positive? And if not, don't waste your time on it. Would you agree?
0: I would definitely agree with that. You have to put yourself first in this scenario.
1: Yeah. And, you know, they don't even know that you've unfollowed them. Like, who cares? Like, it's your energy. You get to spend you get to decide what you spend it on. Yep. Do you follow any really inspiring, empowering women on Instagram?
0: The Nasty Woman Podcast is a great account. That I probably yes. shouldn't say another podcast. No, yet. oh, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> Collaboration over
1: competition. Um,
0: momentary <laughs> Happiness is also an incredible page that I follow. And so many other strong women, which we will put on the kind page. So definitely yeah, head just over there. Check out who we're following. We follow some badass babes. But... And it's not rude to unfollow anyone. No, not at all. It's not going to offend them. But at the end of the day, if it's taking your energy and making you feel a certain way, it's not worth it. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Get that out of there.
1: Okay, so now, as you may have already seen us partying on Instagram, I'm happy to share with you that Girlkind is currently on a mini-tour in the US, visiting um, three major cities as as a um, sponsor and supporter of Emily who is a billboard pop artist Um, and Emily is actually one of our OG expert contributors and ambassadors in confidence as you know we all know how much confidence it takes to get your beauty on stage and shake it in front of thousands of people Um, So on this mini tour, we'll be meeting thousands of high school aged girls every single day for the next three weeks. And I am going to do my absolute best with Emily to connect with as many young women as possible and remind them of their inner kindness, their value and their worth. So now I want you to hear from them.
0: What do you love most about you? I love the fact that I'm really outgoing and that I'm very kind to people and that I don't discriminate and I just want everybody to love me, as much as I put out. I really love that
1: um, even at the end of the day if I feel like I have no friends or like nobody likes me, I have myself and I'm good with myself.
0: What do you love most about yourself? Um, I love how compassionate I am. It's gotten me a lot of places that make me happy, so... What do you love most about you? I think I love that even though I go through really hard times, I somehow manage to pick myself back up, even though it might have seemed really rough when it happened, but I keep going. Yeah, you're so strong. I love the fact that I'm able to have fun and I can make the most out of any situation. That's a really, really
1: great thing. I love that I don't take myself too seriously. My growth and ability to change throughout the years I love my nurturing and caring parts how incredible are these young women I was so impressed with these responses that came out of these girls mouths so fast with such excitement that they were given this gentle permission to celebrate the things that they love about themselves Mm -hmm. Uh, I just loved that so much so now I want to do the same for you Now that you've heard an example from perhaps even a younger version of... The women of
0: tomorrow. Yeah,
1: you know, these young women. I want you to do two better and I want you to name three things that you love about yourself right now. Yes, I am giving you that gentle permission right now to celebrate what you love about yourself. And hopefully you'll be able to then take this permission and give it to yourself and those around you every single day. So that
0: brings us to the end of today's episode. We hope you now understand you are so, so worthy of the most overflowing self love and appreciation.
1: You just needed reminding,
0: Mm -hmm. and that's what we're here for. So
1: thank you for sitting with us this week, and thank you to you beautiful girls in Seattle who were able to absolutely make our week um make sure you're following us on instagram at we are girl kind and at the emily perry um, for all our exciting adventures and all of the beautiful women we get to meet on our little tour and um also while you're at it hit the link in our bio to get access to our limited time freebie vault it's got amazing helpful exciting pretty things inside waiting for you so until next time girlfriend remember we are girl kind like mankind but not at all